Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the Love and Person of Love podcast. Woo woo woo! <laughs> I'm still your host, Nishala, and I hope you guys are having a great week. And I hope you've listened to my last episode because if you haven't, be careful. I express you, go. Okay, okay, I'm joking. I'm joking. But please go and listen to my last episode because this is the second part. So who is the Holy Spirit series? Yes, this is the second part. The last episode was an introduction and this is the second part. And today's episode is the Spirit of Promise. Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Promise. Yay! <laughs> so, right. Like I said in my last episode, eh? The Holy Spirit is, isn't just somebody that jumps out of nowhere. He has always been a consistent character. He has always been somebody that we used to see from time to time. He used to come upon the people in the, in, in the Old Testament. He came upon King David. Things like that. From time to time, he used to come upon them. Come upon them. And then, in Joel 28, through Prophet Joel, God gave a prophecy. A prophecy to show us that in the later days, God will fulfill a promise. A promise to give us his spirit. Let me read. Let me read the verse. Let me read it. Joel 2.28 And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my flesh. So we see here that God is making a promise. A promise to give us his spirit a promise that was going to be fulfilled you know later on in the later days right so this was a promise and from this verse we can also deduce that the Holy Spirit had not yet come the Holy Spirit was not yet dwelling in men at the time because if the Holy Spirit was dwelling in men at the time God will not be saying I will I will God cannot be saying I will for something he has already done yet me yes let me read another verse another one is dj Khaled. <laughs> hey, yeah 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 john 14 16 i think i even used this one in my last episode john 14 16 and i will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but ye know him and for he and for he and for he dwelleth for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you all these dwellers yeah, it usually confuse me so yes we can see here again that jesus christ was making a promise to his disciples that i will send a comforter i will send a comforter the spirit of truth i will meaning again he had still not yet come i will this was a promise that was going to be fulfilled later on later on i will and where he said for he dwelleth with you but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you so from here we can also deduce again that the only people who have the spirit of god within them are believers people who know god people who know jesus so you 
have the Holy Spirit in you because you are a believer. So that is to say that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is a testament to your salvation. It's a testament to your salvation because because you are saved, that is why you have him. It's a proof of your salvation. Another verse. John 16, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. It is expedient for me to go. Expedient as in important is to your advantage. Something like that. So here Jesus Christ was saying, look, you might be sad that I'm going. But it is important for you that I go. Because if I don't go, the comforter cannot come. And it is important that the comforter comes. So from this verse again, we see that the Holy Spirit is a spirit of promise. Meaning he was going to come. It had not yet been fulfilled. He was going to come. When Jesus Christ had gone. So we see that the Holy Spirit again is a witness to the ascension of Jesus Christ. A witness. He testifies to the ascension of Jesus Christ. Because if Jesus didn't go, the Holy Spirit wouldn't have come. So the only reason why the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us right now is because Jesus went. Okay? The last passage I will read. Acts 2. So I won't read everything. So let me just give you a background. So this was in the upper room when all the disciples were in the upper room during the day of the Pentecost. And they were all together and the Holy Spirit came upon them. And they began to speak in other tongues and did and da da da. And then the people who were listening to them outside and it was sounding like they were speaking in those people's different languages, right? They accused the disciples of being drunk. They accused the disciples of being drunk. And then Peter stood up and confronted them and said, Drunk, we are not drunk. We are not drunk days. How can we be drunk by this time of the day? Like, we are not drunk. Let me read it. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. Like, bruh. <laughs> but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. So Peter referred back to that prophecy in Joel 2.28 that I read. And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, and on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. So you see, Peter referred to that prophecy in Joel, saying, we are not drunk. What is happening here is just a fulfillment of that prophecy. That is what is happening here. Meaning, that promise of the Holy Spirit that God spoke about, that Jesus told his disciples, it has been fulfilled. It has come. The Holy Spirit has come. The Holy Spirit is here. That prophecy has been fulfilled. Glory to God. So, we... As believers, we are partaking in that, in the fulfillment of that prophecy. We are partaking in it, in that now that we are believers, the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us also. 
So I want everyone listening to me to just be conscious of that. Be conscious of it, that you have the Spirit of God within you. You are a child of God. So the Spirit of God is living in you. He's living in you. And that is something you should be so joyful about because the Holy Spirit is a vital part, very, very vital part of your walk with God. It is through the Holy Spirit that you get boldness, that you get the fruits of the Spirit, that you get the gifts of the Spirit, that you gain utterance, and so much more. It is because of the Holy Spirit that you can live above sin. So involve the Holy Spirit in your work with God. You cannot do this work with God on your own. You were not saved by yourself. You were not saved by your flesh or your works. So why do you walk, Why do you want to walk in your newness of life? By yourself or by your flesh? Think about it. Think, think. <laughs> think about it. Why do you want to do that to yourself? Look, if you don't involve the Holy Spirit in your work with God, I dare say your work with God will be very stagnant and hard. Very stagnant and hard. And it's not supposed to be like that. It's not supposed to be like that. It's not. Partner with the Holy Spirit. Who gets here, make ye. Partner with the Holy Spirit. Take advantage of the Holy Spirit. Involve Him in your everyday life. The Holy Spirit knows all things. He teaches all things. He guides you into all truth. You have Him in you. So why do you want to be confused? Why are you confused? Why do you want to remain confused? Why, 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 why? Why? <laughs> you have the person who knows all things living in you. Ask Him. Ask him and you will gain clarity for sure. You will gain clarity. Please involve the Holy Spirit. He's a vital part of your work with God. He helps you live above sin. He helps you walk in that newness of life. He, he helps you walk in, your, in the fullness of your identity in Christ. Involve him. Be conscious of the fact that you have him. I know that you have him for sure because you're a believer. Okay, guys. So, yeah. That will be all for today's episode. I hope you guys understood everything I said. Please go back to those passages. Read them. Meditate on them. Understand them even more. Know that God loves you. Know that you have the Holy Spirit within you. Be conscious of it. Take advantage of it. Partner with him. And you will see how your work with God will flourish. Aight? Thank you very much for listening. I love you guys. Until next time. Bye.